Hello, everyone. Welcome to our next set of podcasts. We are now going to be shifting into interviews with amazing people in Vancouver. Our first one will be with Chris Russell, the author of Notes from a Madman and the inventor of Kismet Stones. And uh, he also published a book, a self-learning book on how to use the Kismet Stones called Kismet Stones. How to Read People and Hone Your Intuition. Um, Chris Russell practices counseling and spiritual teaching at the metaphysical bookstore called Reflections in Coquitlam. And he also does readings there with his tarot cards that he made himself and his kismet stones. So today we're going to do an interview with him ask him a few specific questions about parenting. So if you're really uh, interested in parenting and how to be a great parent, then you will want to listen to this. Thank you very much. So let's get started. Hello, Chris. Um, Do people call you Christopher or Chris? Well, I prefer to be called Chris. Thank you. Um, Great. Well, Chris, then... Let us begin. I'll start with a basic question. Will you please give us a brief introduction of your thoughts and feelings about parenting? Okay, that's awesome. Thank you, Chris. So, um, we exist at a time and place where human consciousness is reaching a level of awareness that enables parents to become guardians of infinite potential. Whether your children are yours by birth or by adoption, you understand how the love you have for your children is the deepest, most powerful love achievable. Our children are living, sentient beings of divine nature with physical bodies that grow into their full potential only after a rather subtle, peaceful, and unified consciousness is gained. Currently, human potential is being wasted as we raise unconscious children into immature adults. I am a doting father of a baby boy who is so beautiful. He is a ray of light in both mine and my partner's lives. I intend to raise this boy in a conscious manner that will lead my child to grow into a conscious adult. This is the change I feel we need to take, which, if not taken seriously, will lead to stunted growth and gradually to self-annihilation. The changes needed are to the foundation of our existence, our social structures, and the beliefs that move our social existence. These changes are for our children who are the future of humanity. Oh, okay, but what is conscious parenting? Right, uh, conscious parenting. It's a phrase being used currently in the healing and holistic health circles. What conscious parenting is, 
will be explored and presented in a down-to-earth way by talking about my own journey. To start with then, I will discuss what conscious parenting is not, as seen in how I am raising my second son into maturity. Conscious parenting is not letting your children run wild and allowing their wills to become raw, unconditioned forces of want. It is allowing children to explore the environment, to express their will in a safe, controlled environment, and to provide for their desires and needs if possible. Nor is conscious parenting allowing such freedom for your children that they are hurting themselves or others through neglect and parents being preoccupied with themselves. Conscious parenting is not crossing sexual boundaries through freedom and acceptance of one's and others' sexual awareness. It is having, having open lines of communication about sexual matters, educating in sexuality, and accepting your child's sexual expression. It is not allowing sickness and disease into your children's space, but accepting and treating the child as illnesses and diseases occur. This means treating the children which could mean with medicine, but more importantly, with love, personal nurturing, and space to battle viruses and bacterias, and not treating the illness. This strengthens the child's immunity, allowing for <clears throat> a better chance for good health and longevity. I also want to address the education of our children and mention that conscious parenting is not neglecting teaching your children history, mathematics, reading, and writing, dialogue, culinary and domestic skills, sports, music, and all manner of human interest, ability, and desire. If you cannot do these things for your child yourself, then there are many institutions available that are providing good rounded educations for our children. If you can do it yourself, <coughs> then that is a better way of ensuring that you are raising conscious children. Those are some of the challenges <coughs> of modern parenting. It is getting harder and harder to bring up your children as unique human beings, real people, who have potentials of infinite expression, people who want to make changes in the social and physical systems we have created in our cities, people of intelligence, able to express new ideas through art and dance and music, people of genius who dabble in mathematics, physics, biology and chemistry, and philosophy, creating more and better magic, i.e. technology. For us to experience our physical and psychic worlds, not as carbon copies of the corporate ideology, 
reproducing again the people who are living in a mass production and consumption system of money and profit. Um, all right. Who is your target market? Uh, hold on. I'm not sure what you really mean by that. Well, who are you speaking to? Well, uh, parents and caregivers of children of all ages can find uh, valuable insights from uh, listening to this. And siblings too, because they may one day be parents themselves. And uh, what message are you trying to convey? I'd say that human potential is being wasted as we continue to raise unconscious children into immature adults. So how are you reaching people? Uh, right, through stories, um, thoughts, feelings, and using the medium of electronic words. <clears throat> I am also the founder and operator of a counseling coaching practice, True Talk Counseling, and I've expanded that into a community healing center called the Wellness Cafe. And here we set up uh, small, intimate talking circles for healing things like depression, anxiety, self-esteem. We have a men's and women's circle for growth and building community. And we have a teen circle as well, where teens get together and discuss in a uh, safe and open environment their issues with becoming conscious adults. And recently I've teamed up with uh, another member of the community at Reflections Bookstore. And there I'm offering readings, intuitive readings, using my Kismet Stones and my tarot cards. And I'm also going to be offering workshops there. And the first one is on September 22nd. And in that workshop, I will be teaching people about intuition and uh, how to access intuition um, and how do you practice intuition using psychic tools such as the Kismet Stones. And uh, I would love to see any of you there. It'd be super great. Thank you for coming. Okay, uh, what differences are you trying to make? I would say I'm trying to raise the consciousness of people in this city. We could continue to grow, I mean live, stunted lives, which will lead gradually to the human annihilation. Or we can start making changes to the foundation of our society in which we raise our children. And the only way we can make these changes is if people start talking about where we need to make change. And this is a bit difficult because we live in such a comfortable society 
We have entertainment at our fingertips. We have food at our fingertips. We have shelter at our fingertips. We have education. We have family. We have a good, strong government. What is wrong with our society? Seems like not much. You know, we complain an awful lot. You know, we complain about taxes. We complain about crime. We complain about the cost of living. We complain about education and the medical system. We complain about pollution and the environment. You know, we do a lot of complaining. So there's stuff that needs to be changed. But I'm actually... I want to make a difference by working with families. I want families to become conscious of who they are and that their children are the future of humanity. They're not a burden. They're not a financial burden or a medical burden or an educational burden. These children, our children, are the future of humanity and we need to understand their potential. And a part of that is understanding your potential. Most of us have grown into immature adults. We don't have emotional maturity. Our intellect is limited. Our desires are selfish. <clears throat> and I'd like to change this. I'd like to expand human potential by raising conscious children who will grow up to be conscious adults, who will be mature adults, not stuck in their teen ideologies and way of thinking and feeling. Wow. And what a difference that will make, eh? So, could you speak about the education system currently being used in the Western world? Yes. Good idea. Um, I'd say the education system we have here in Western society, in my society, is excellent for creating people of mass, consum mass consumption and production. It will nurture competitive and aggressive personalities and is meant to keep people simple and fearful. We cannot change this education system either. Not to the, the, the degree that I am seeing needs to happen here. I know that this education system is always trying to improve how they reach the children they are teaching. And they do a fairly good job of this. And I know because I work in the education system. I do work at a high school. I work with special needs teenagers in the uh, special class. Integration is a strong part of school, public school in um, where I live. And so our special needs students, if they can, they are being integrated into the, um, the classrooms, which is great. And so I do see what's going on in the schools. I talk to the teachers, I know the leadership, and I see the students. I know what they're up to, I can see what they're thinking and doing how they're going through the process of getting their education. And there is growing apathy. There is growing distraction. There is a growing sense of uncertainty to the future. A lot of teenagers now really don't see what the point is because they believe, not inaccurately either, sadly, that 
their futures are limited because we're destroying the environment. And this is a problem. The changes I'm speaking of, though, represent moving away from the existing education system and starting fresh. Um, we can continue on the path of education development and move beyond what Montessori gave to us in structure and freedom. Let's apply Maslow's hierarchy of needs and educate the entire child in the process of meeting real and true human needs. Not just the need to make enough money to survive in a corporate society. Okay, so earlier you mentioned that this was a personal journey. So could you discuss your personal journey? Um, what, what does it mean to you to be a conscious father, an educator, and working in the school system? Well, there's so much to say there, but for brevity's sakes, let's, I'll just try to talk briefly. I want to first of all say I, am, I feel very blessed with a second chance to be a conscious parent. I remember before I had my first son that I believed that if I had a child, I would try to raise that child outside of our social system then. I wanted to raise a child who was free, intelligent, and ambitious, not for power though, but for change. But I, I, I also decided that I did not want to bring any more children, any more people, onto the earth through childbirth and parenting. My life is always twisting and curving, though, and soon I was with child, and there was a poten uh, some potential for doing what I envisioned when I was in my late teens. I was able to, s to be a single dad to my first son and raise him as I wished, basically. His mother was very involved, though, so this never really ever did happen, but I saw its potential there for a while. It was kind of like a synchronicity effect on a life scale. The thing is that I thought that I was doing the best I could in the parameters of reality I was dealing with. I taught my first son all kinds of things about mind and emotions that is not taught in the schools. I tried to be honest and open with him about the reality of drugs, sex, and other pleasures and withdrawals from society found in addiction and obsession. I believe he, my first son, is a testimony to the desire to raise conscious children. Although he is not seeking change yet, he's still in his 20s, I am so proud of the way he is functioning within the system we have here. He has found a lucrative skill to sell to the system and he is making his mark on that new and exciting social movement called the Information Age. He is healthy and strong and kind and generous. This is how I know my first son. He's doing well for himself and has become a useful, productive member of society, doing something that he is good in and getting paid well for his time and knowledge. He is ambitious thinking up new business ideas since he was a teen. He is still doing this, and for that I am also impressed with his, his expression of self. I love my first son very much, more than he can ever know, until maybe he has his own son.
and then raises him as a conscience. Nice. And now I understand, after 25 years of being uh, a dad to your first son, you have a second son. And uh, just as your first son was moving out, you became a father again to a new son with a, and with a different woman. Almost like having a second family, isn't it? Can you, um, can you expand your thoughts and feelings on that? Yeah, that is a good question. Or it is really why we're talking like this right now. It's because I've been given a second chance. Not that the first was failed or anything like that at all, but rather that I have been found worthy of another opportunity to raise a boy into a man, to raise a conscious boy into a conscious man. So, I'm pretty excited. It's like, wow, thank you, and here we go. Um, I am, after all these experience, like after the first experience of being a father, I do have more wisdom, and I, I am doting upon my son, indeed, but at the same time, I'm not using negative energy, negative feelings to control or coerce my son, coerce. Um, I only use love. I encourage and I praise. I, uh, I allow all this luxury to be a part of his as much as I can and uh, in the capacity that I can. So I'm really grateful for this opportunity. And uh, as he enters the age of uh, public school, I am putting him in the public school. Although, you know, as with all things, you know, there's problems in some of the institutions of our society, but I'm not concerned for his safety there. Not at all. It's a very safe environment. And all the things that can happen are, are natural and normal in life. And I'm not afraid at all. I, I'm sending my son off to public school in love, with love, uh, for love. And I will stay with him as he becomes uh, educated into the public school. And it is the process of social indoctrination. And I want to be a stronger influence than the public schools are as he gets educated. Wow. Thank you for that heartfelt response. Now, let's continue on. What can other parents or teachers, fathers, mothers, caregivers learn from you? In this moment here, listening to this interview, I hope to teach or to show that there is an alternative way to raise children and to be a conscious parent. Awareness and um, 
a really basic outline of, of what being a conscious parent is. And then, as well, on a larger scale, I want to teach mental health and strength and that the mind needs exercise and nourishment just like the body does and the body and mind are the same but they are fed differently they are exercised differently so our neglect of the mind has created weak and ill broken minds I hope to change that okay so let's um Let's make it personal too. How do you make a local difference in your community? And then, and then do you have a global vision? Locally here in our city, Vancouver, I have since finishing my university degree at Simon Fraser, been pursuing um, a practice in mental health. I've offered my services as a counselor to individuals, to couples, to groups. And then in my second life, this one is as a dad again, I see that it is my destiny to be a, a dad. And so I'm embracing that fully and uh, trying to create community where families can grow and uh, that still includes mental health, absolutely, is my passion. I will not end anytime soon my desire to bring mental health to my community. And in that capacity, I am working um, with some people in the uh, Coquitlam area at Reflections Books. We're doing workshops and healing circles and readings. And I hope that uh, if any of you hearing this and are in Vancouver will come out and visit at Reflections Books in Coquitlam on Austin Street. Globally, well even being able to ask globally is kind of a miracle because you so nonchalantly talk as though there could be global influence and you know maybe even um, a few hundred years ago that would have, that would have implied some sort of like divine intervention certainly <laughs> but now global influence is possible through technology and that is all i can really say as far as global influence goes i'm just here doing my thing and i am using the internet to uh share with you these ideas and thoughts and um inspirations through podcasts writing video blog possibly in the near future web space and um, that's about it I allow things to happen I see the potential but I am thankful as well for all that happens in my life okay well Chris we're gonna come to a end now and uh, may now I ask you to come up with some concluding thoughts and maybe even, you know, some simple advice to parents 
who want to raise their children as conscious parents. Well, uh, parenting is an act of love. We are teaching our children what love is, how love is expressed, felt, nurtured, and shared. We are demonstrating love to each other. And the more people in your family, the more opportunities you have of showing love, acceptance, kindness, and patience. First comes love. Then, when love is there, all manner of great and infinite potential is found in the human life. There are so many pieces of, pieces of advice for parents. How to choose the most important for an impersonal audience is really hard to do. I, I think though, possibly, as read best in the Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield, the best advice is to give your children as much of your attention as possible. Your full attention too, not just some of it. At times you will need to direct your attention to other things. We all know this. But be sure to always spend some time with your children with your full attention on them. Also, be conscious of their needs for full attention in the moment. These can be profound moments of sharing love and acceptance that will shape them for the good for their whole lives. Mm. Thank you, Chris, for taking a moment of your time to share your thoughts and feelings about conscious parenting in the 21st century. Well, yeah, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And thank you out there for listening to me. Please share this interview with whom you like and uh, take a moment to get connected with me somewhere and somehow. Uh, there really is a whole smorgasbord of ideas and feelings being shared here. So come again and have another morsel of love. Bye.